Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hiring can be a slow process. Cafe Altura COO Dylan Miskowitz needed to hire a director of coffee for his organic coffee company, but he was having trouble finding qualified applicants. So he switched to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply for your job so you can get qualified candidates fast. Dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter and said he was impressed by how quickly he had great candidates apply. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applications so he could focus on the most relevant ones. And that's how Dylan found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash DanPatrick. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash DanPatrick, D-A-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. ZipRecruiter.com slash DanPatrick. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Benz, but Bill Belichick saying he knows nothing about it. They've never seen anything, you know, with the videotape. I find that really surprising. This is Dan Patrick. Hour two on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Spent some time with Tony Junji from Football Night America. He says that he thinks it's much ado about nothing with the Patriots, but he said also nothing goes on in that Patriot organization that Bill Belichick doesn't know about. That might be a little bit of hyperbole, but I do think that everything comes back to Bill Belichick at some point. The question is priority. How important is it to know, hey, we got a feature on an advanced scout who's covering the Bengals-Browns game. I don't know if Belichick is you know, on, on alert there. I, I don't know if they're saying, hey, uh, Bill, we want to bounce some questions off of you that we're going to use on the advanced scout there. But, uh, you know, here's another thing when it comes to the Patriots. And I feel like you've already made up your mind whether they cheat or not. It's not like this is going to change your opinion one way or another. But remember when Sean Payton got suspended for a year and he said, I knew nothing about Bounty Gate, nothing. And the commissioner said it was under your watch. Not fair to Sean Payton. You know, Greg Williams got hit on this, the defensive coordinator. I don't I don't know if the NFL is going to come down hard on the Patriots, uh, the you know, information I was trying to get yesterday, I didn't get a definitive answer from one of my sources. But the the feeling is, the way this is being characterized is, Belichick didn't know, what are you really getting if you're going to videotape 
some kind of signals from the sidelines. And Tony Dungy even said that last hour. You're not picking up anything. I don't know why you do it in the first place, because everything, you know, you're able to talk into a microphone to talk to your quarterback in his uh, helmet, and you're putting, you know, your play sheet over your mouth, so we're not even seeing what you're saying. So I don't, I don't know if there's anything that can be, you know, taken, extracted from that. But it's the Patriots, and then we assume that somehow, some way, they're ahead, two steps ahead of everybody else, and they're probably getting something that you don't even know they're getting. I don't know. These things always start small with the Patriots, and then they seem to mushroom. I don't think this is going to. I think that, you know, with the NFL already looking at the tape, you know, maybe maybe they're just going, you know what, you made a mistake, honest mistake. Uh, you don't get uh, the benefit of the doubt here, so we're going to fine you far more than we would anybody else. And another team probably doesn't get disciplined at all. You know, if the Falcons did this in a game uh, against Carolina, does Atlanta get fined for this? Or do they go, you know what, it's an honest mistake. It's because we do have some previous issues, punishments, items with the Patriots. And that's what we're going on. And that's why I think people have already made up their minds of, you know, Patriots, they cheat. Or if you're a Patriot fan, you're saying, yeah, another witch hunt here. Oh, they're coming after us. And, you know, keep in mind, Deflategate, that, that started with, you know, Tom Brady saying, now I've heard everything. He laughed about it. Well, it turned out to be a little bit more than that. I don't think Bill Belichick, you know, now he might have known more about Deflategate than he did about this videotape, in my opinion. Because I'm, I'm going to guess, I mean, that's a football-related thing. And maybe, you know, if Brady says, hey, I want to make sure, or you know, I got, or somebody says to him, hey, Brady wants to make sure the footballs are at a you know, certain level, PSI. I would believe that Belichick would know more about that than he would have what happened with that Cleveland Browns-Cincinnati Bengals game. And, you know, Patriot fans, you can't use this excuse. Well, you wouldn't have to cheat against the Bengals. So that means you would cheat against the Ravens or the Niners or somebody else. Can't use that as your defense here. Emmanuel Sanders, the Niners wide receiver, will join us uh, coming up. Lane Kiffin will uh, stop by. The old Miss head coach will join us as well. You got basketball tonight. Clippers, Raptors, Knicks, Warriors. You know what? When you were probably putting that schedule together in the summer and you went, God, you know, if the Knicks, if they win the the lottery and get Zion and Kevin Durant goes there, man, this could be a lot of fun. Clay Thompson, well, no, he got injured in the in the postseason. But you'd have Steph Curry, Draymond. Now, this could be kind of fun. This you know, would be, be good. It would be interesting. And now you look at it, Knicks and Warriors are two of the four worst teams in the NBA. Uh, Clippers-Raptors coming up tonight. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Wait, Kawhi facing the Raptors. Yeah, I didn't think so. You know, Clippers aren't must-see TV. They may win the championship. They're not must-see TV. And I started to wonder, how many teams do you really go out of your way? You know, when Zion comes back and Reggie Miller thinks it's after the All-Star break, they'll be must-see TV. Lakers are must-see TV. Who else is must-see TV? I mean, the Celtics? No. Bucks? No. I, I think the Rockets are because there, there's a chance that Harden's going to get 80 one night or that Russell Westbrook Jr. the third is going to hit a 15-foot jumper. I'm not sure what happens first. But, uh, like, the Sixers are entertaining, but they're entertaining because – 
I don't know if Joel Embiid takes it seriously or not, you know, serious or not. And, and Ben Simmons, you tune in to see if he'll take a three. But aside from the Lakers, Rockets, and this was an unbelievable offseason for the NBA. Unbelievable. But it, it hasn't kind of translated into, I got to watch that team. Yeah, McClellan. I know this. a lot of Lakers fans listen to this, but I don't know if the Lakers are that must-see. LeBron is must-see, but Anthony Davis' non-must-see-ness is almost neutralizes LeBron's scene. I mean, Anthony Davis is as not must-see an NBA player. Well, okay, but if you're saying, hey, what about the Bucks? Anthony Davis is just the West Coast version of the Greek freak. No maybe, way, Giannis, maybe not as Giannis is doing dunks we've never seen before from eight feet away. He's a highlight machine. Anthony Davis is efficient. Mm. Anthony Davis, what's his highlight? A two-handed stuff on a fast break? <laughs> I, I think Giannis I think is, Anthony Davis is a little too smooth. Maybe that's yes. the problem. Because the Greek freak is still a little awkward with it. You know, he dominates. But there's still, like, you haven't seen somebody do it. And sometimes it's awkward. He ducked from eight feet away on the Knicks the other night. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Vince Carter, by the way, is still lighting up this box. He's, like, still one of the he Last night, he started going off on uh, Miami, Miami Heat. He, there's no Vince Carters right now. You need Zion in there. Somebody who who we can count on a highlight every night. But but there, how many Vince Carters are there in NBA history? Dr. J? Dr. Yeah, Jordan. Well, Jordan was different than, than Vince. I like a slang like early, early Jordan yeah. would, would have been like Vince Carter. Uh, you know, Dominic Wilkins, those kind of guys. But yeah, like Neek. He was a great one. Yeah, but I don't think dunking is that important anymore. You need crossovers. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Yeah, you don't think Giannis is the guy trying to fill that? I don't know. I, I, I know they're good. I get bored watching the Bucks. I do. I, I feel like I've seen all of this. I just want to fast forward to May and June and go, okay, what did you guys learn? You know, the Sixers, I, I've seen this. The Celtics, I've seen this. There's, there's nothing there that I, I mean, two of the teams I rooted for last year were the Nets and Clippers. But it's because... They didn't have stars, and they played really hard every single night. Now you got load management. Uh, you, you've got injuries. It hasn't – I mean, ratings are down, and down for a reason, because I don't think you're going, i got to watch that game. And the fact that the Warriors aren't a dynasty anymore, that hurts as well. Yeah, McClellan. How about an NBA watchability player draft someday? <laughs> I, I wonder who goes one if you don't have Zion on the court. Who is must-see TV? I would say Harden, but I, I might be in the minority. I find him fascinating. Um, who else would I think? LeBron has to be on the, yeah, the yeah. list of the first yeah. round. Yeah, I still love watching LeBron. Uh, Trey Young, I love watching. Oh, Luka Doncic. Ooh, he's a hot up-and-coming. Yeah, he now he's been must-see TV. But other than that. And B for who knows what he's doing. He's I, I guess, you know, I look at him and I expect more. And maybe that's not fair to Joel Embiid. But I do. I think he could be a 30-15 a thirty fifteen guy. I, like he can shoot outside. He's got great footwork. He just I don't know if he wants to kill you. And every great player has that in them. At some point during the season, in their career, where they want to kill you, where they will kill you. And I don't see that with Joel Embiid. Yes, McLovin. How about a, a San Antonio Spurs-inspired non-watchability draft with uh, Paul George <laughs> being a first-rounder? Sorry. 
I, I find Paul George more entertaining to watch than Kawhi Leonard. Oh, Kawhi's the he's an all time Hall of Famer on the not watchability. Yeah. You know, we we act like we love watching Kawhi Leonard. Oh man, he's awesome in the finals. I'm like, how many times do you watch him during the regular season? In the finals, we'll watch anybody. It's during the regular season. Do you go out of your way because you want to see him put up, you know, 26, 8, and 4? Like, nah, I've seen this before. Yes, he did. It's a little early, but uh, John Morant could sneak into that yeah. watchability yeah. draft. Yeah. Going to be rookie of the year. Yeah, McLeod. We're getting a couple tweets saying, don't forget Damian Lillard, by the way. Our friend. I like him. I like him, but I'm not going out of my way. Like, if it shows up and I go through my direct TV and as I did last night, you know what I watched last night? Oh, no. Half of Murray State had a big battle. No, 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 no. Austin P. I watched a re air of a high school football game from the state of Washington. The huge. It was a rear, and uh, the Gatorade High School Player of the Year was on one team. He's a wide receiver. He's a junior, and he he's he was spectacular. But his team lost the uh, state championship. But I'm I'm watching it as if it's happening in real time. I Google both of the schools because I want to learn a little bit more. And then it gave away the ending. I was so mad. It was like, you know. Such and such completes a perfect season. I went, I'll be damned. They're going to win this thing. So I, I was watching that last night. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. The Evil Empire is back. Garrett Cole, nine years, 324. And the first thing I thought of when I saw those numbers was Jacob deGrom. Wow, did the Mets get a deal on that. Jacob deGrom has got a five-year deal for 137. Garrett Cole, nine for three twenty-four. How old is Degrom? Is he around the same age as Garrett Cole? He, he's like three years older. I think he's like thirty-one, thirty-two. Oh, he is. Okay, five for one thirty-seven. And the fact that his agent is now the Mets' general manager, Jacob Degrom is two years old. So he's same age as Strasburg, I believe. DeGrom is, and he's won this. If I said, who would you rather have, Garrett Cole at 9 for 324 or Jacob DeGrom at 5 for 137? That's not a fair question, right? If I said you could have Strasburg at 7 for 245 or DeGrom 5 for 137, that's still not a fair question. Yeah, McClellan. I don't trust pitchers that they'll last. I I know Verlander's had this resurgence, but do how do you know nine years – does any starting pitcher last that long anymore? I would be nervous, but this is what Scott Morris makes you do. You always, like Albert Pujols' deal with the Angels. The reason why it's a bad deal is because the back end of the deal. And I said at the time when they signed Albert Pujols, if you get a World Series title in the first five years, then this contract will be worth it. But if you don't, it's not going to be a good contract. And we've seen I know that he's got milestones there, and he's done, you know, he's a Hall of Famer, all those things. He's not moving the needle. But if you did win a championship, then you could maybe say, all right, that'll validate us paying this kind of money. Uh, We talked a lot about the Patriots, the taping accusations. Uh, I think the Patriots will get fined $100,000 or less on this. And I think that the NFL will try to characterize this as just an honest mistake. 
Now, they may not want to put in the word honest mistake. They may just say it was it was a mistake. The Patriots admit, admitted to it, and then we move on to Cincinnati. I, I, you know, and then people are uh, like, well, this galvanized the Patriots. And I thought, does it make Julian Edelman taller, faster? Does it help any of these rookie receivers hold on to the football? Then no, I don't think it galvanizes the Patriots. Oh, it's us against the world here. Yeah, Paul. I, I hate to say this, but this might not be that quick for the NFL because wouldn't the NFL have to interview the production crew? Wouldn't they have to to know exactly what happened in the story? What were you told to do? What were your instructions? Why were you shooting the field? I would assume they have to interview these men or women that work on the production crew. Bill Belichick said you'd have to talk to them. Well, if you make them available, then I'm sure people would love to talk to this, this crew. Plus, you can't go. Now, There's you can argue both sides of this. I really believe you could argue both sides, and you could be convincing in both sides. Because if I said, hey, Belichick doesn't know you. Got this freelance crew, outside crew that's doing this. Now, if I was going to do it, and they're not affiliated with me, they're not they're actual employees, I, it gives me a little bit of wiggle room here if I'm the Patriots and I'm trying to do something illegal. Yeah, see. Funny if they do allow the league to speak to that crew. So what else do you guys want? <laughs> Take me through your job. What's uh, what's your week look like? How long have you been working there? What's the tape library like? Yeah. What else do you have there? Can we see your library there? <laughs> I'd like to see the archives there. Oh, dear. Yeah. And then you go down, they got a bigger uh, film room than NFL films. <laughs> like, it's cavernous down there. I got a huge wine cellar where you're going, hello, 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 hello. It's like that end scene in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark where the yeah. guy's just wheeling. <laughs> the Ark of the Covenant yeah. through all those crates that look exactly the same. It's this huge thing. Uh. Yes, Todd. For those that don't think it's a big deal, would it be a bigger deal if they were playing a Chiefs team or, or one of the or Ravens? The fact that it was the Bengals, does that have any factor in it where you can just kind of say, why would we have to do that to prepare for Cincinnati? Well, it, it would from the perception, the optics of it. You'd go, oh, okay. They're advanced scout looking at the Chiefs and they're videotaping the Chiefs sideline. Because it's the Bengals, I think it does help in the perception. For me, it doesn't. It's still, it's the Patriots. They, you know, they're always looking for an edge. No matter how you do it, they always, it feels like they know the rule book. Remember when they had the uh, the rule against the Ravens that they took advantage of? Like, they just, they, they find these little openings there, and I don't go, oh, well, it's the Bengals, you wouldn't cheat. No, I think the Bengals, it didn't matter who they're, that's their next opponent. And if the, the next opponent would have been the Chiefs or the Ravens or the Niners, Dallas, you know, would they have done the same thing? That's what I'd be curious about. Yeah, Paul. Wouldn't it be great if that was the press release by the Patriots? Instead of that long, well-worded legal press release, they said, come on, guys, it's the thing. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Statement from the team. Statement from Robert Kraft Productions. Yeah. That's my case. That yeah. Dude, it's the Bengal. Period. I like how Belichick just dismisses Robert Kraft Productions. Yeah, I don't even know anything about it. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what they're doing. I don't know. Yes, McClellan. By the way, if you watch the Patriots lately, they, you think they have that big, they're that confident that they can beat the Bengals? Where's that offense going to come from to blow out the Bengals? What happens if the Bengals win this thing? Bengals took the Ravens and the Bills in the last possession, by the way. I just want to point out. I, I know. And Andy Dalton, the resurgence. I know. Their play calling is so bad, by the way. Whatever. I'm, I, <laughs> Bill Belichick, if he sees this, he's going to be like, what the heck Wait, wait, wait. The now game? it's the play calling that's Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No well, one's more loyal than Andrew. 
I will say, when you fall in love with a quarterback, you truly do. Like, you you love them. Well, it's not hard to critique Zach Taylor. I mean, to put a 12-year-old boy in the sidelines of the team is, wow. was not a wise decision. Wow. What about the previous 10 years? <laughs> Four division titles, five playoffs. Marvin Lewis looks like Bill Belichick after this season. <laughs> I'd, say I'd have a line out the door for Marvin Lewis <laughs> to get a winning team with this roster. Yeah, see. We should do a thing of, like, Andrew's holiday card list. Oh. And it's all, like, Kevin Cobb. Like, all of the kids coming in. Falling in love with. I love Case Keenum. I love you. Your wife probably goes, Case Keenum? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to send him one. Kevin Cobb? Yeah. If... If Case Keenum called now and your wife called right now, who do you pick up first? Uh, definitely either because they, I talk to them both all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot closer to Case Keenum than you four, by the way. <laughs> well, that's not saying anything. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. We'll get the phone calls. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders of the Niners, uh, Lane Kiffin from Old Miss. We'll settle on it. Now, do we have a poll question? Yeah, I put, uh, what bothers you the most? The Yankee spending, the Patriots allegations. And then I just put Duke and Alabama in there. I know. <laughs> but uh, I think it's recency bias. Patriots allegations running away with it. I said allegations. So oh, okay. if you're a Patriots fan, it could bother you too because you're like, oh, more fake allegations. And I don't have a problem with what the Yankees did. I think still some people view the Yankees as the evil empire. Yes. but It's I'm, hard to get rid of that stigma. I'm glad they're back. I think it's good for baseball to have villains. You know, the Astros are going to be villains this year. But, you know, we're not going to look at them as an evil empire. But I think people are going to be talking about them cheating. Wherever they go, they're going to be. People are going to have T-shirts or they're going to bring out garbage cans or whatever it's going to be. Yes, McLeod. Are Al- is Alabama, they're down right now, so I feel like they're down the pole. But I feel like they're one of those teams that people kind of. Well, you do, I, I don't root against them. I just get tired of sort of seeing that, that same level of dominance, you know. So, But you don't root against Clemson. Nobody roots against Clemson. There's no, Clemson. but they might get to the point where you go, okay, all right, we've seen this. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, 21 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. If you purchase supplies for a business, you know it's nearly impossible to find everything you need in one place. And that's why there's Zorro.com, where the number one goal is to make your life easier. Zorro.com, that's Z-O-R-O.com, is where you'll find everything you need for your businesses of any size and almost any industry. Zorro.com has tools and equipment, safety and office supplies, cleaning supplies, and more. Zorro has tons of stuff for industries like electrical, plumbing, contracting, manufacturing, and more. You'll find brands you know and trust like Stanley, 3M, Milwaukee, Schneider, and Rubbermaid, just to name a few. Zorro.com offers amazing customer service from real people based in the United States. You'll also enjoy fast, free shipping of orders of $50 or more. Even if you don't have a business to shop for, you can still find lots of great items at Zorro.com. Visit Zorro.com slash Dan to sign up for a Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. That's Zorro.com slash Dan. Sign up for the Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. 
Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Offer ends 331 20. 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. So I was watching... Humwater win its uh, state championship last night, and uh, this is the sixth time Tumwater has won the state championship, and they have a, a great running back in uh, Hunter Baker. So I was watching that last night, and it was a re-air. That'll give you an idea what kind of life I live. But uh, it was entertaining. It was good. I always love, you know, whenever I, I go through the DirecTV uh, list, you know, like the channels in the 600. You can always see these high school football games, these state championships. I love, uh, I love giving those a uh, run through. Les in Mexico joins us. New Mexico joins us. Hey, Les, what do you have for me today? Well, I just had a take. I have uh, so many, believe it or not, out here in New Mexico, we have so many Patriots fans. And uh, I keep getting this thing. Why would we cheat against the, the Bengals? You know, Belichick is, is tagged as a genius, and they're always prepared. And, you know, how does a coach become prepared? They watch film. And who's to say the Bengals don't turn things around the next couple of years? Or uh, Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator, moves on to a contender. Uh, you know, all of a sudden that meaningless Bengals video t- turns into something that that coach values a lot, especially a coach that's so big on being prepared. All right. Well, I don't know if it's a big deal. Thank you, Les. That doesn't mean the Patriots didn't do it. Didn't do it with ulterior motives. I, just, I, don't, I don't know. And I don't think anybody can, you know, put a blanket over this and say, of course they wouldn't do it, or of course they would. I'd like to know what's on the tape. I don't know, you know, if these employees or freelance employees are directed to do anything. Uh, who gets that video? What else have they shot? I mean, there's there's questions that I would ask. Uh, anybody from the coaching staff you know, tell you, direct you to do anything? I, you know, these, these would be simple questions if I got them on the record. And if the NFL really cares about it, you bring him in and you talk to him. But, you know, if they somehow point the finger at the deflator, then I know that there maybe that there, there's something. Else. Hey, we just did what the deflator told us to do. The fact that you had a guy whose nickname was the deflator. <laughs> where, where are those guys now? Are they still on the staff? Do we know where the deflator is? Yeah, Paul. <laughs> It feels like the story could either be completely done by Friday at 5 o'clock or completely get stoked up and be bigger. Like, it's going to be one or the other. It's totally done, and people will just make up their minds. Because remember, the the, the Playgate seemed benign the first day or two. Remember when Brady talked to the media and it, it seemed like it was over? And then it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, when you start to deny – now, if they start to you know, ask for phones, if they say, we want you to turn in your phone, then you know that it's gotten serious. All right, uh, Lane Kiffin will join us coming up a little bit later on. Now the head coach at Ole Miss. And uh, more of your phone calls coming up as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Great Christmas ornaments. Unbelievable Christmas ornaments. Maybe the best Christmas ornament we've ever received 
and that's a recreation of Mario's missed shot in the uh, AUAA semifinal game. It's immortalized as a Christmas ornament. Unbelievable. A couple out of Colorado uh, recreated that as a Christmas ornament. Let's uh, make way for Emmanuel Sanders, the uh, 49ers wide receiver. Niners with that great victory over the Saints over the weekend. And Emmanuel Sanders uh, joining us now. How loud was it in that building? Oh, man, it was it was loud. It was loud. Uh, you know, uh, you know, after the game, you know, I went on my Instagram and, and I posted, um, and I and I told the fans pretty much that you know how great of a win it was in that hostile environment because it was hostile there. I mean, those fans they came, they understood the, the magnitude of the game, and they definitely came and uh, was screaming loud as they possibly can, and it gets very very loud in that stadium, but. Uh, I tell you what, man, we got a, a lot of guys of resilience who, uh, no matter how loud it gets, you know, like we're just there to do our job. And, and I feel like that's the reason why we got out of that stadium because it was loud. But, like, I never at one point on the sideline was like, oh, this is too loud for us or this is loud. Like, but after the game, you go back and you say, man, it was loud because <laughs> I couldn't even – literally, like, uh, Kyle um, – uh, he literally had to take a knee so we can like all like bundle up just so we can hear Jimmy. Uh, but we ended up making it happen, which was smart on Kyle's part. That take me back to that fourth and two call. What's it like in the huddle? Yeah. Uh, really, it was just like, all right, let's 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 see if we can convert this. There was really no pressure to it. It was like, let's see if we can convert it, um, and let's see if we can we can drive down here, you know, they came out, they were playing us man-to-man all across the board with one safety, and I was just like, I was just like, man, we got to exploit this, and I know Kyle was thinking the same thing in, in terms of we, we, we got to go out and exploit it um, and try to get one of our guys open and hopefully, you know, uh, break a tackle and get down the sideline and get a field goal range, and so we're able to do that. Did you realize what uh, George Kittle had pulled off there on that play? First, uh, when the refs threw the flags, I wanted to know who stiff, uh, who um, uh, face masked who. Um, and then once I found out that it was uh, it was the Saints that did it, you know, I definitely was happy. But I was like, you know what, like, let's get out of this game still because I've been a part of a lot of games where it's like it's not over until the clock strikes zero. And so that was the only thing on my mind was, like, communicating with the running backs of, um, let's let's take care of the football. Uh, and and now, yeah, like uh, I was happy when Kyle, you know, did the victory, uh, like victory formation. Even though that we could have ran the ball again, we kind of just did the victory formation and let Robbie come out and just kick the field goal, and that felt good to see the ball go through that. Who's the best team you faced this year? Uh, definitely out of Saints or Baltimore for sure. Uh, man, those two teams are really good. Um, you know, obviously, uh, hopefully. We'll be playing both of those teams again. But, you know, uh, definitely it was a battle. Uh, it was a battle out there uh, for us. And uh, those teams brought it for sure. But you watch Lamar Jackson from the sidelines. What's that like? Uh, scary. <laughs> you don't have to tackle him. Yeah, I mean, but still, I'm trying to win. I'm trying to, uh, trying to stop this guy. Uh, you just see him just drive, just, just do crazy stuff, you know. 
and, and, and the most annoying part is he's a quarterback who's running around. He's like, somebody please hit this dude, scare this dude, do something, strike fear in him. <laughs> so he just falls down, but it never happens. He just keeps chugging away, man. He's an impressive player. Talking to Manuel Sanders, the Niners wide receiver. They got the Falcons coming up next. Uh, where's your uh, Super Bowl ring? Uh, it's in my jewelry box. Do you bring it out at all? No, nah, I really bring it out. I really bring it out. Unless, like, I have family over and they want to see it. But I, I, I barely wear it. It's so big, man. It's, it's way too much attention. Uh, I wear that thing. They say, you know, like, I got to take, like, 100 to 150 pictures if I go, like, if I spend the whole day out the house. So I just kind of leave it there. And sometimes I, I open up the box and look at it and be like, man, I need another one. And truthfully, the ring is dope, but I think it's just the uh, the experiences and the uh, the memories that I have that are all collected in that one ring that I look at it and remember, you know. So that's what we're trying to do here. What is that one memory that you have winning that Super Bowl with the Steelers? Uh, one memory is, uh, and I remember right on the field, it was a lot of people in my face, a lot of cameras in my face. Uh, but I just remember um, looking for my son, looking for my wife, and, um, just just wanting to hold my son and get 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 and get pictures of me holding my son, winning the Super Bowl, and be able to spend time with them on the field with the confetti fall and everything, and really just take it in. Another memory I have is also uh, the parade, man. That was just fun. Uh, it was just a fun day. And truthfully, I didn't know what to expect, um, and so it was one of those things where. I was just kind of like blown away, but if I get another opportunity at a parade, you know, I'm definitely going to take it all in. Do you, uh, I don't know if you have a chip on your shoulder. I think there were six wide receivers who went ahead of you in the draft. Um, do you, do you have a chip on your shoulder? Did you have a chip on your shoulder because of that? Uh, no, I think, uh, now I got a chip on my shoulders because, you know, obviously, uh, Sometimes I feel like I don't get the recognition I deserve. Uh, but, you know, that that happens, you know. And so uh, the good thing is, you know, I'm, I'm part of the 49ers organization. They're having success. Uh, now people are, are, you know, able to see my talent and really kind of a couple people going back on their words of what they said, you know. And so uh, here I am, a 32-year-old receiver. Um, you know, obviously when I was in Denver, and we're losing. They're saying, "Oh, he's 32. He's old. Uh, it's time to move on from this guy." You know, this and that, and this and that. It's just because we're losing, and they just wanted to find a way to point a finger at somebody or something. So uh, now here I am at 32, and I'm still going in and cracking dates. I'm still taking slants. Uh, you know, so I'm just you know happy to be in the situation that I'm in, and hopefully I just continuously uh, make the most of it. I thought you were going to the Patriots. Did you think you were going to the Patriots? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't think so. Uh, but you know, it was one of those things where uh, I possibly could have. But I knew it was a lot of teams. Even the Saints was in the in the in the talks of uh, trying to get me. So I knew I knew it was uh, a lot of different options. Is Jimmy Garoppolo funny in the huddle, or is he all business? No, he's business. Uh, he's Jimmy's cool, though, man. He's probably one of the coolest quarterbacks I've played with besides Peyton Manning. Uh, he's very cool, man. Very, yeah, he, he doesn't have an ego. Uh, but now, yeah, he works his butt off. He's a young guy, man. He's a young guy who, like, I know a lot of people are expecting him, you know, or 
tell him about greatness, but Jimmy wants to be great, but at the same time, he's not putting pressure on himself to be great. He's just being himself. And I think that's what I love about it. Like, like you, you, you can see that he's just a genuine human being. Like, he's not trying to portray some image or be somebody. He's not. He's just being himself. Um, and in doing that, he's having a lot of success. He's, I, and I just got a feeling he's going to keep doing that because I can just tell the foundation that he's built upon is strong. And so, man, the 49ers are – I'm lucky to have a guy like that as a quarterback help. What was it like being in the huddle the first time with Peyton Manning? Uh, that was uh, the first time I, I was in a huddle with, well, you mean like in practice? Well, in a, I guess in a game like like the first experience, you were, like, you know, this would be the story that you would tell your, your kids about Peyton Manning. Uh, yeah, my, I mean, my first game with Peyton was a preseason game, and I remember – uh, after joining Denver, I had like a quad contusion, and I wasn't gonna play in the third preseason game. My uh, my first game as a Bronco was gonna be in the opening game, and I got a text message from Peyton the night before saying that, you know, he wants to get some work with me. Uh, he wants to get some work with me. The uh, the trainers was like, Nah, I don't think you should play. And Peyton was like, I want to get some work with you. If you can go out and you can play, and we'll have a week and a half or a week and a half off to really get some recovery. Just go out and play a half for me. And uh, we'll go from there. So, you know, I walked into the training room. I told him, I'm playing. Like, you know, I'm playing. I got to get some work with this is how it goes. And I go out and literally I have um, in in the, in the first half, I have like, I think like 100 yards in the preseason. I have like 100 yards. Um, one of the first passes I caught from, or maybe the second or third, was like a 65-yard bomb uh, touchdown. And then I come back like a minute and a half later. Uh, after we get the ball back and catch like a 35-yard touchdown. And I had 100 yards and two touchdowns and a half in the preseason game. And I was just like, what the heck? Yeah, it was just unreal. Did you ever get an autograph from Peyton? No, I never got an autograph. That's my guy. I talk to him. I talk to him often. Um, so I don't think I need that. No, but like a jersey. Do you, do you collect jerseys? No, I should, though. At some point, I'll probably go around all the ex-players I play with and just send them, buy a whole bunch of jerseys and send them, send them to them to, you know, be able to get their jerseys and whatnot. But no, I haven't got his jersey yet. Yeah, collect them for your son. You know, one day, just say that those are the guys that Dad played with. Yeah, that'll be cool. Hey, uh, congrats on the season, and uh, you know, we look forward to seeing you in the playoff. We appreciate the time. All right, see you, brother. That's Emmanuel Sanders, the uh, 49ers wide receiver. He's good. He, uh, you know, he answers a question. He actually answers a question. And I think he sees himself in the media when all said and done. When he was injured, when he blew out his Achilles, did he work for the NFL Network? Didn't he get into that beef with Antonio Brown? Yeah, he commented on Antonio, his former teammate, same yeah. draft class, Pittsburgh. Well, I was looking at that for most, if you look at those two uh, wide receivers, Antonio Brown and Emmanuel Sanders were taken in the same draft by the Steelers. I don't think there's a pair of wide receivers taken in the same draft by the same team who have ever had more combined yards than those two because it's up to almost uh, over 19,000 yards. Antonio Brown was a sixth-round pick. Emmanuel Sanders was a third-round pick. Uh, Antonio Brown over 11,000 yards. Emmanuel Sanders just under 7,800 yards. Second on that list, you guys want to take a guess? So these, these are wide receivers taken in the same draft by the same team. 
The other one is second on the list, the Cincinnati Bengals took these two wide receivers, one in round two, one in round seven. McLovin? Oh, I don't know. I, it's not Swan and Solwich? Weren't they uh, same draft? But I guess yeah, they, were... they didn't have a lot of yards. <laughs> but they're both all favors. Yeah, but they didn't have a lot of yards. Oh, uh, yeah, TJ Husmanzada and somebody. Ocho Cinco. Chad Johnson. Yeah, Chad <laughs> You got the hard one with TJ Husmanzada. Yeah, Paul. I was going to go Carl Pickens and Darnay Scott. I was going to go really oh, obscure. Wow. I was thinking, Colin, was Collinsworth part of uh, anybody? No. That's what I was going to say, Collinsworth, too, actually. No. They only had one. He was really – he was good. He was that kind of Pro Bowl I think he was a Pro Bowl player. Had over 1,000 yards four times, I think Collinsworth did. They – I remember the Bengals took – the Bengals always had bad draft picks, though. I mean, Collinsworth uh, proved to be a great draft pick. Boomer Sison was a great draft pick. Uh, yeah, I'm a club. Munoz, right. Well, I, Munoz, I think, the best offensive lineman ever. So they, they just got lucky because they have no scouting department, right? But but then they also had drafts where you're taking um, Kajana Carter, but, you know, he blew out his knee. Dan Wilkinson. I remember when the Bengals had three first-round picks, I believe, and I think they may have whiffed on all three. I think they, they had Ross Browner. They, t- they took a wide receiver out of Kansas, David and who takes a wide receiver out of Kansas to begin with? David, not Varner. Oh, I'm trying to think who this. I think a first round draft pick. We'll we'll take a break here. Uh, do you see it there, McLovin? This would have been back in the '80s. Still, uh, still after him. But I, isn't Jordy Nelson out of Kansas? He was. He in- was Kansas State. Oh, you're right. You don't take a yes, McLovin. Or Paulie. In 84, the Bengals took Ricky Hundley, Pete Koch, and Brian Blados yeah. in the first round. Yeah, that, that didn't go well. That, that, uh, that wide receiver you're thinking of is David Verser. Yeah, David Verser. They took him in the first round yeah. and Collinsworth in the second round. Yeah. And this uh, this kid I was telling you about the nation's top-rated athlete, uh, Ameka Igbuka, I believe, is the, the kid I was watching last night. He's the, he's the number one player. Uh, recruit, I guess, in college or uh, high school football. But he had uh, this one-handed grab that is worth seeing. All right, we'll take a break. Back after this from the Dan Patrick Show. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife, drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. 
And now, back to the show. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts, like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Make sure you check out the DP Show store. Got a lot of great items there. And if you want this limited edition DP Show gear in time for Christmas, you have to place your order by December 18th. French Kid has done a great job with the uh, DP Show holiday box. That uh, The street artist who did all of the graffiti there in the man cave, in the basketball area, uh, Arcee is his name, and he's designed a long-sleeve uh, DP Show T-shirt. Uh, that you'll love to. So there's a lot of great items on there. We do have a few more calendars left. And if you are sending those in for us to autograph, you have to make sure you do a self-addressed stamped envelope. And I think next week will be the cutoff so we can get those out to you in time. Mario loves hearing from you when you send in those calendars because that is now his full-time job. I still laugh at him. Every time he gets the mail and he just you can see him, he's crestfallen. And I said, wait, you're the one who said, yeah, not very popular. Nobody's sending back their calendars. And I said, well, we just said it like two days prior to that. And then all of a sudden we've had this onslaught of calendars here that uh, Mario has now got to get those out. We're showing video of that right now on Audience Channel 239. (laughs) It's not easing up. But uh, Mario goes, "Uh, they're sending in stuff that's not the calendar. I said, okay, so what? It's still our audience. Yeah, somebody sent in two baseballs from Australia. I go, okay. Was it self-addressed stamped envelope? Yeah. They follow the rules. So shut up. Hit a jump shot and... Oh, no. no, no. Okay, my bad. Not necessary. (laughs) If Mario could magic wand one of the two, he can go back and make him not shoot that horrendous shot. Or stop you teasing the idea of us signing all the counts. He would go back and make the shot. Or Re- take that shot. Yes, absolutely. Or just hold the ball like any normal. Well, the fact that we have a Christmas ornament that has recreated the missed shot. With, and now we're showing the if video. I could make a, if I could wave a magic <laughs> one, too, I, I would have him go back and not take that shot, too. Oh, no, it's too good. It's too good. Why did you do that? And the fact that he <laughs> looks at Fritzy, he looks at the scoreboard... And the only way he can lose is to shoot an air ball right into the hands of two-a-days. <laughs> if he holds on to the ball, the game is over. If he gets rim, the game is over. And then you play for the championship. Leon Lett just called him. What do you think? <laughs> oh, and, he, and he's got Fritzy on him, so there's no defensive pressure. A little defense. No, there wasn't. None? No. He had, to hold, him. he had to hold the ball for exactly 4.9 more seconds. Yeah, that's it. Or he, won. or he could have passed it back to you. 
Correct. God, it's still good. And now we have a Christmas ornament. So every year at this time, we can thank Mario for the gift that keeps on giving. Lane Kiffin got a new job. He'll join us coming up. More of your phone calls as well. Two hours in the books. One more to go. During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and helps support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show and happy holidays from all of us at podcast one napa now at napa get a free chase elliott racing hat with any 25 dollars purchase set of brakes that'll cover it new battery hat worthy replacing an air filter then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break 25 bucks chase approved so get what you need and a free chase elliott hat quality parts helpful people that's napa know-how napa know-how Participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today.